This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein with Pam Pivas, ASHI Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. It's an open topic show, so we're looking for your questions to get your projects completed around the house. Today is also my very last day as host of Fix It 101, uh, a, uh, a program that has helped and tried, of course, to help so many with their home improvement projects. So for one last time, let's talk about some quick fixes, some big projects, even major renovations. And we want to hear from you this morning. You can join the conversation with us, Fix It 101 at mpbonline.org. Jason, I, I finally think we slowed our, down on the phone number. We got an early caller, man. Go. Let's go. Who we? Oh. Hello, MPB. <laughs> it's just like gunslinging. First thing in the morning. Hello. Hey, y'all got me on there? Yes, you do. You are. Don't curse. Okay. Who's this? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was going to be my next thing. Right. right. No, was, we we, we know who this is. Yeah, this is Shane. I was calling to request another uh, story of one of Pam's cat misadventures. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. A, a, a cat well, story. I can give you one that happened in the last eight hours. <laughs> All right, folks, for, for those of you who don't know, this is Shane McClendon. Go ahead, and get, uh, go ahead and get your spot in, Shane. Tell them where you can find Shane McClendon. I'll tell you <laughs> where you can find him. Lake Caroline, yeah. Right. Uh, right. Covered in sheetrock dust. Trying to punch out a house, right? Uh, no, man. I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to call you and congratulate you on your uh, seventy-five years of service. Thank and, you. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> and is this, is this a mandated retirement, or is this? Uh, is <laughs> you know, it, it is by my wife. Yes, but no, not by the state. Okay. Yeah. She was well, like, I, I enough. Right. Out or what? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, wife kicking out. Yes. Uh, <laughs> If, 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 for those of you listening or playing along at home, uh, Shane McClendon was the very first guest of Fix It 101. Wow! In 2014. No kidding. Wow! Yes, wow. I, I don't. I, I guess I didn't realize that. He was the very first very guest first on the one. air. See, that's, we, uh, yeah. that's why I like Shane so much. So who? who like I should have got a shirt with that on there or something. Now, now, who called you first? Was it was it myself or was it Jonas Adams, the original producer? Honestly, I don't remember because uh, my uh, secretary at the time, Amanda, handled that. And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, she just told me, said, hey, do you want to do a radio show? And I was like, ah, yeah, heck, I don't know. I said, I'm you know, kind of busy. She's like, I think you really need to do this. I was like, ah, we'll, we'll give it a shot. And, uh, you know, the rest is history. Yeah, that uh, that was, that, I really had no clue what I was doing, nor did Shane. And we cracked the microphone. So it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. So, anyway, yeah. dude, I really anyway, appreciate no, I mean, you calling, sir. Yeah, no, I wanted to uh, call you and congratulate you and, and wish you well on your, your next adventure. And, uh, man, I, I hate that you're leaving. I wish I could have been there um, for your last show. I'd have brought some sheetrock dust and dirty shoes. Or right, right. A hammer, <laughs> maybe. There's still time, Shane. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a, Hurry I got up. Hour, Come on. So. Yeah. 
there could be something on your desk before the day's over. All right, but, uh, sir. Anyway, man, just just wanted to, to wish you luck and uh, you know uh, really appreciate you letting me be on the show. I've really had a good time with y'all and everything, and man, just uh, wish you the best. Thanks, Shane. I appreciate it. Have a great day and um, swing a hammer for me. I will do, man. Thank you. All right. See ya. All right. You know what, guys? It's, it's the calls are coming. You, you know, um, I, I've got a quick little story. Yeah. <clears throat> when when I received the phone call to to do the Fix It show uh-huh. uh, from uh, from Marty Milstead, he was our uh, executive. Um, vice president at, at Home Builder uh, for Mississippi, uh-huh. and I said, "Yeah, I said, man, that, that that sounds like it'd be a lot of fun. You know, it'd be me and like two or three other people listening. That'd be great, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so I get here and uh, quickly find out that uh, there's a lot more than two or three people. Uh, so now I'm really scared." So I, I turned to Jason. I said, Jason, can you give me any advice on what to do? And he, he looks at me and he says, uh, he says, yeah, put your mouth real close to the microphone and smile. I, That's said, it. I said, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> That's all the advice. That's all the coaching I get. Yeah. From the professional. Exactly. Sorry, that's that's so for right. this particular show, that's 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 the that's so the lane I just we're sit over here at. and smile and now. smile. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to know who the referee's gonna be after he after Jason. Oh gosh. <laughs> Between will, the the contractor and the inspector. <laughs> I will leave the smart people to figure that out. You know what? Let's let's go to the phone. We got a couple of folks on and uh the first one calls it Jerry's on the road. How's it going, Jerry? Hey, how you doing, man? Doing good. What's going good. on this morning? I just, well, I just wanted to uh, wish you well wishes, man. I can remember I was on the road some 20-something years ago just standing channels, and I heard this radio station, and I I just felt it. It felt good to me. And just hearing hearing your voice, hearing that music, I knew everything was going to be good for me that day. <laughs> and I even made one of your best calls of the year one time. And to me, this show, I was hoping that it would be uh, a – Everyday show, but the only one I'd be in weekly, but I never miss a show. To me, it was just the HGTV of radio for me, man. I just wish you all the best, man. I appreciate you. Man, that was beautiful. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you so much. I yeah. appreciate that. I need. Uh, you know, we're going to use your voice again for a promo. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. Before I forget, Jason, I want you to tell the story because I knew I liked you when you told Uh-oh. the story. This wasn't supposed to be Jason. I'm fast. telling you, it was when you told the story. I laughed, and I still laugh thinking about this. The cleaning bucket that you blew up. Oh, I forgot about that. That's the funniest yeah. story I have ever yeah, heard. Yeah, yeah, wait, yeah. wait, wait. The cleaning bucket that I blew. You're you talking mix, about when I was a kid? Yeah. You mixed the two yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the you were working bleach in a, and the ammonia? Yeah, you were working yes. in a, I didn't know that you couldn't do that. But no. when I heard him tell that story. Oh, my God. I almost killed myself. I didn't even know it. I just <laughs> was like, oh, what does that do? It just melts your lungs. You know, <laughs> yeah, just, no biggie. Well, tell the story, Jason. What? I'm, I'm trying to recall this as well. Okay, I was a kid. I was in high school, and I was working at. God, I can't believe I'm saying this on uh, live on the radio. I was working at a meat market, right? Like I was the kid that worked in the meat market that cleaned up. Yeah, yes, whatever you're thinking, it was that gross. Anyway, so so that was my job, and and I did it before I was 16. So this is my very first job. I was 14. 
So I just cleaned up and back, right? Well, you know, one of my jobs was to mop the floor at the end of the day. So one day I decided the, the floor was especially nasty. And so I thought, well, <laughs> we're going to gumbo this I'm thing. I'm going to get it real you know? clean. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here comes the bleach. Here comes the ammonia. And 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 I guess, you know, I was just tough enough to sit it out for a second. And then by the time I'm putting it on the floor, my manager comes out screaming, uh, oh, get man. out, get out. Yeah. We Quick. had to, we had to throw away every pound of oh. meat. Oh, wow. Oh, in, oh, my. in all of the cases that had been cut. Well, did you did you keep your job? You know, I did. I did. Well, I was there. You go. I, I, you know, I found I was able to talk my way out of just about anything yeah. all the way back then. Oh so, no, we can do stupid things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, so I did that, and it, it. But but I will say, try not to to mix your poisons, folks. Yeah. Don't mix your poisons, <laughs> and you're still mopping because then you have the story about knocking holes in the ceiling with your mop. I did. I did. <laughs> Look, look, when we put the show on the air originally, the thought was, hang on. Oh, oh, the producer has said bleach and ammonia mixed together pretty much makes mustard gas. So that's (laughs) thank you. All right. There Uh, was a recall on that. (laughs) So so but no, on the show, you know, when we first started, it it was it was supposed to be a a, a pro and a non-pro. Right. And uh, the first host. Uh, my first host in here, you know, Shane was the first guest in here. The first host was Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. And he, he was in here, you know, for forever, uh, about five years. And and I, you know, he was mainly a roofer and I just swung at stuff with a bat. And that's that was our jam. You know? <laughs> so and then uh, I invited uh, Jeff on on a show that we decided we were going to do on permitting. Because I went to Jonas at that time and said, I'm thinking of closing in some some walls in my house. And I don't even know if I need to tell anybody or not. Let's get a permit guy. It's going to be a secret. (laughs) Right. So get a permit guy. So anyway, I was getting my I guess I was getting my my personal consultants and bringing those in as I was doing things around the house. So anyway, um Let's go ahead and go to uh, Chico on the phone in Oxford. Chico, how's it going, man? Um, excuse me. Pardon me, y'all. I'm in the woods eating muscadines. All, All right. right. Radio. Um, let, me, let me tell you, Jason, I, I'm a public radio nerd. Listen to it all day while I'm working. Uh-huh. And I'm such a nerd that I listen to Mississippi Public Radio through earbuds while I have music playing through regular speakers. <laughs> wow. And I and I do listen to and inspect other radio public radio systems from around the country. Blasphemy. And Mississippi Public Radio is the best public radio system in the United States. Wow. I wish more people knew about that. Thank you, sir. Uh, wow. And let me tell you. You are a big part of that, uh, especially with this show. I'm very sorry to hear you're leaving, but now that you're retiring, you're going to have a lot of time on your hands. Up here in North Mississippi and Lafayette County, I got all kinds of problems. 
Right, right, yeah. So me and you could get busy. I've got a couple of offers for Handyman, as a matter of fact, and I can't believe okay. anyone who's listened to this show would hire me as a Handyman. <laughs> <laughs> I've been the crash test dummy from day one. <laughs> it's not about hiring. I just thought you might need something to do. Exactly. Right. right. <laughs> Listen, what I know about Jason, he's not going to be bored. This man yeah. is going to find something to do. I will drink a beer and watch you do it. So. <laughs> well, I do is, have a question. Yes, sir. Um, so now I've listened, as Jeff and Pam have repeatedly advocated not using water in Quick Creek, putting up poles. And I'm going to get my nerve up and try that. But what about making the crown around the pole? How do I do that? Well, okay. Yes, I agree. Don't, don't put water in your, in your quick crete. But we're, we're in a drought. Well, no, you're, you're in North Mississippi. Okay. Um, here's the theory behind that, Chico. The more water you put in concrete, the weaker it gets. That's just, that's concrete 101. Just chemistry. Yeah, that's right. So the less water, the stronger your concrete is. The slower you cure that concrete, the stronger the concrete is. So how to build your crown? Just put more uh, more of your quick crete in there and it's okay to use a little bit of water and 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 you know kind of smooth that out just so you get water runoff that's why I call Mississippi Public Radio right there there you go yeah it works the the theory behind that there's typically enough moisture in the ground to, to, to yeah and that that concrete acts like a a big giant cotton ball and it just starts sucking the moisture in right but now look i played golf last week you Dust. could you you could not put the tea in, in the, the tea box yeah. it was so hard it's so hard so a yeah. little different today you might hey, listen, you might use a little water i woke up this morning to a river in my yard we oh, had a water uh, break as oh, a result no. of this. No kidding. Yeah. On a fire on a fire hydrant? Well, it it's a it's a water main that runs down my ah, street and yeah. every time we have a drought, it yep. breaks in the very same spot. Yep. Really? Yep. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Yeah, somebody should you So know the what? ground someone just, should think about that. Well, you would, maybe yeah. a flex joint or something. I'm too? not in charge. Oh, okay. But it that ground <laughs> just it starts shifting. It's hard. It is hard you right know, now. It's just and even, you know, my front door won't open that kind of right, type thing. Right. It's it's just because it's so dry. Chico brother, thank you for giving me a call this morning, man. It's been great. Uh I appreciate your comments. <clears throat> Have a good one. All right, let's uh let's keep on moving. Mr. Jonas Adams is on the line from from DC. The 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 uh, director of all things considered is on the line. What's going on, Jonas? How you doing, Jason? Pleasure to be on the line with you. I'm I'm doing great, man. It's good to hear your voice. Word on the street is your final show. It is. It is. It's it's our final show, Jonas. Hey, man. I can't even get the words together to express. What a what an asset to the world of radio that you are, sir. And I just wanted to get on the line and tell you thank you for all that you've done. Thank you for all that you will continue to do. And you are a, a not just a fixer-upper of houses with honey-do lists, but you are a fixer of people, a fixer of careers. And we all appreciate you, man. Wow. Thank man. you. Thank you. 
Jonas. High praise. Yeah. yeah. God. Thanks, That's Jonas. That's fantastic. Jonas, we, we miss you too, Jonas. Live from NPR, live from NPR HQ. I'm at NPR right now. All right. Thank you, Jonas. Appreciate it, man. Hey, and a quick and a quick question. You know, I'm a new homeowner. Oh, yeah. Yeah, go. How much, what's a ballpark figure for a bathroom remodel? Jeff. Ooh. Okay. What kind of bathroom do you want? Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I mean, start at 20. You know, here, Jonas, um, you're going to redo your shower. You're going to do a new tub. You're doing a new vanity, a new top, all new fixtures, tile, granite. Uh, you're going to spend, mm, you're going to spend 18 grand easy. So okay. don't do it, is what you're saying. So don't do it. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not saying you're, that at you're, all. Your ROI on something like yeah. that is good. Oh, absolutely. It's if, really good. If there's two places I'm putting money inside the home, it's going to be the kitchen and the bath. In the bathroom. Uh, yep. Outside right. is going to be you know landscape and paint, but but no inside and and two. You, you do know you're not in charge of that. Your wife is. So if your wife says do it, you're going to do it. <laughs> Absolutely. I know there your wife, go. and you're right. So, yeah. so yeah. no, I, I would not. I would not be scared to spend that. Gold toilet, huh? Right, right. right. There Get you the go. gold toilet. Bidets, man. Jonas. Yeah, bidets, bidet. it's true. Bidet. Right. Yeah, it will change you. your life. I mean, yeah, it's. She doesn't want one. Oh wait, it's you live in uh, Washington D.C. Now they're required. Here you go. Right. So anyway. Hey man, the parts, yeah. right. Hey man, thank you very much for calling. I appreciate it. You and I created this back in 2014. Uh, just we something sure to did. play with sure and did. have fun. And and uh, and and I thought if I could make it through that first show, which was rough, um, that it would be okay. <laughs> so, hey, give yourself some credit, man. It didn't go that bad. You actually were pretty much uh, a natural, you know. So, hey, I think you're doing just fine, buddy. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Straight from uh, NPRHQ. Thanks, Jonas. See ya. <laughs> oh, jo- Jonas is a good guy, too. Yeah. Man, he's a good guy. Craziness. Yeah. This is MPB Think Radio, and you're listening to Fix It 101. I'm Jason Klein, here with Pam Pibus, ASHE Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We were just talking about me looking at homes, and uh, uh, I got back two inspections, two inspection reports on this home that I was looking at. One was from a termite inspector. One was from a home inspector, not Pam. Not me. Not Pam. He didn't inspect it like a girl. No, I didn't. He didn't inspect it like a girl. <laughs> so, and um, just so the world knows, I don't endorse. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so, so uh, the, but the two inspectors came back with a, a thing that I saw as a red flag. And they came back and said, okay, there's one part of the crawl space of this home. It's an older home, and it has a crawl space. One part of this home we, has what they called, they both called it the same thing, limited access. Okay, that was, you know, just about in quotes both times, limited access. Okay, so we, uh, I'm like, well, what does that mean? And both of them came back and said, well, it looks as though there have been repairs there. But we can't get behind the repairs to see what was repaired. So 
uh, I talked to my brother the same day and I was telling him the problems and he said, well, how do you know it's not scabbed in? And I, and for those of you who don't know, that just means, you know, kind of, uh, polished over a little bit, you know, or, or, or kind of roughly put back in or, or almost a handyman fixed, or there's a lot of different ways to, to, to think of that, but what you couldn't do is actually check and see if the work was done properly. You couldn't you couldn't see the work. No. You okay. couldn't see it. So there was no way that the home inspector could inspect. And you know, that's so important whenever we are inspecting houses. We're supposed to give you and our, our standards say that mm-hmm. we're supposed to tell you if we can't get somewhere and why we can't get there. Mm-hmm. And I always include like in my report, I'll have 20 to 25 pictures just of the crawl space yes right so and i do and that helps me you know because Mm -hmm. sometimes i won't notice something until i get out and you know start going through it but if i can't get somewhere i'm going to take a picture of why i can't get there right and kind of what the limitations are so i may send my friend pam a copy of that report yeah Yeah. i was gonna i told you let me take a look at it but but i will say uh looking at it looking at it myself and then looking at these were two different inspectors i saw one leave they didn't talk to each other and then the other one came in probably about I don't know, 10 minutes later, they're different companies, different trucks, the right, whole nine yards. Right. Well, so, but the, they, they, were, they were doing two different inspections right, as well. Right. One two was different from types of... one, one was bona fide home inspector and one was a, a termite company. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, I'll say this. Both found the exact same place that they could not right. get to that right. they both well, said showed signs of previous bugs and moisture problems. Because the termite folks are supposed to tell you the very same thing. That's right. If they can't get to a place. And speaking of, let me right. just say, that I want to shout out to the um, the pest control guy down in Brookhaven. I don't remember his name, but I'm inspecting a house down there uh-huh. last week. And he comes around the corner and goes, hey, are you the lady on that radio show? I listen to you every week. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was awesome. All right. Ooh. And he went under the house. Really? All of that to say, he crawled down underneath there, and I could hear him when I'm uh-huh. on the inside of the house, and I was impressed, because yeah. he was really working hard down there. And okay. that's, I mean, it's just not an easy part. Right. No, I wouldn't. I, that's that. That's why I don't want to be an inspector when I grow up. Well, it uh, is. Attics and crawl spaces keep me out of that it, business. It has, it's, it has inherent challenges, but I will <laughs> say this, because very few people will go in the attic or the crawl space, you do get some alone time. That yeah. is true. That is true. <laughs> you Speaking know, of. I, I, I have a inspection question. Sure. Um, and I love coming in on Wednesday so I can ask Pam, hey, man, I got this inspected. What do you think? Um, the we, we had a home inspected the other day. They inspected the yard. The yard? I know you're looking puzzled. So what, like mushy spots or something? No, no, which they should inspect for drainage. Right. Yeah, yeah, looking for drainage. You're or looking for drainage. rotten trees. Yeah, yeah, Anything yeah. that will affect the house. That, that's right. Now, keep in mind, brand new house. We've been in a 45-day drought. Right. You know, you can't put enough water on these yards. Right. Well, they found a spot in the yard that was brown mm-hmm. and put that on the inspection report. And I'm thinking... Come on, man. I know I build good houses. You can surely find something other than a brown spot in the yard. Yeah. Maybe I that would, was the thing that he found. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that I would look for in a brown yard is a green spot. 
There you go. Why is he crying? I would take that report and accept it as a flag. Actually, I put that flag up on the brown spot and say, this is all they found wrong. (laughs) I just thought it was interesting. I've never had an inspector, and, and I won't tell their name, but I've never had an inspector point out that there was a brown spot in the yard. No, I, I, I can't ever remember. Now, I'm if, not saying I, I haven't. The, but. <laughs> if I was the person buying that inspection, I would have an issue. Yeah, All right. that's that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into any real business, Timmy's on the line. Timmy! Oh, Timmy. No. Speaking of people that live in attics. Hey, Timmy, how are you doing? Timmy, 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 I got to call you. I got a question. This is Timmy McClendon of AC Remedies, our our kind of all-time, long-time AC guy here on the show. Are you wearing flip-flops? Uh, man, I had to put my my rain boots on, you know, for all this rain that we got. I know. Of I got my flip flops on. Yeah. There you go. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, look, uh, Sam, to your uh, to your statement a while ago on the long time and that. Um, it depends on what the temperature is, I guess. On which one? The temperature. Uh, when Pam was talking about getting into an attic room or a crawl space and you get some alone time. Oh, oh I yeah. got you. Yeah. You don't want a lot of alone time in the attic right <laughs> no, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that know, could have some safety uh, hazards involved. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. There's uh, squirrels and teens up under houses. Right. And there's spiders and there's vaults. <laughs> 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 you know what? But, uh, and, and I, just, I wanted you to know, y'all going into the crawl spaces, it's never really been the critters that scare me, but I still do the spider dance. Every time I go oh through one, I yeah. can't help it. Well, I've got this this like hazmat suit that I put on, and I cover my <laughs> face up, and it's for that very reason. It's not the spiders that bother me; it's those crazy little grasshopper things. So it's just Timmy and his yeah, shorts and flip flops. Yeah, creeping out. Um, no, I'm not gonna do so that. So those little those little cricket things, your yes. things, we made a name, made a name up for them. Can you say wait wait? They're what? Don't say it on the air if you can't. Yeah, it's uh, we call them sprickets. 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 They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're, 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 they're a crossbreed between a spotter and a cricket. Mm-hmm. A spricket. They're horrible. They are, because they jump. They go straight up. Uh-huh. And if you're crawling over mm-hmm. one and it jumps, <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> it bumps man. into you. And then, yeah, I always make sure I go TT before I go down there. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's you what know, we call an instant concussion if you get a if you get a rope a low floor line, it's instant concussion when one comes out. That's right, and if those nails are coming through, and when you have you know platinum hair like mine, then you get these red streaks. In so hair. those of you who've never been around uh, contractors, this is this is what it's like. This is yeah, what we talk, talk about. <laughs> this is how we talk. So, yeah, Timmy, I appreciate you calling me on my last show, man. Yeah, man, I uh, just wanted to, I guess, wish you a, a retirement, a good retirement, and farewell, dude. I, I had no idea, and I found out, and uh, that's that's pretty awesome, man. I, I'm glad you get to retire. Yeah. I mean, I get to see you, you know, but uh, maybe I can follow in your footsteps one day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, job will give you a job, I'm sure. <laughs> He just, wants to, he just wants to retire. That's what he wants to do. <laughs> Put the floppy hat on. So. Well, T- Timmy, Timmy's printing money right now. Right, right. Yeah, because it's 115 how, how, many, how, many air, how many people's air broke on Saturday or Sunday last week? 
Oh, right. Uh, no. Okay, wait. We're in season now, so you don't actually turn your phone off as much. See, there it goes. There goes that, the phone. Right. See? Yeah. Ching, ching. Hey, Timmy, I was in Brook when I was in Brookhaven, kind of hanging out with the pest control guy. Um, the uh, condenser wasn't working outside, and I looked at him. I said, it's a capacitor. <laughs> yeah. I learned that from my friend Timmy says it's a capacitor. Hey Timmy, whoever that was on the phone, five bucks says they were calling to tell you they're listening to you on the radio right now. <laughs> yeah, and trying to find out why you're not working on there. Yeah, working on my capacitor. What's he doing, calling? <laughs> I'm telling man, man, I'm out here adding three irons here. You know, right now as we speak. Right, man. I really appreciate you calling on in my last day. Thank you, sir. Yeah, dude, I appreciate you. I appreciate y'all getting the opportunity to come up here and answer questions with y'all too, man. I've really enjoyed uh, working with you over the last six years, however long it's been. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. No problem, buddy. Y'all have a good day, man. Have Stay a good cool. one. Good to hear from you, Timmy. Six zero one. Did y'all did y'all hear me about to give out my my home phone personal number? On the, right. your personal phone number. Your personal cell. Well, that's what they're yeah. going to need to get in touch with you right, from right, yeah. right. here on. Yeah. yeah. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pivas, ASHE certified inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, and licensed contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always listen back by podcast using any podcast app or the MPB Public Media app. All right, Angie's on the line. Actually, Axon, let me get it together here. <laughs> actually asking us to do our jobs and angie what's going on hey how y'all doing today we're doing good how are you in mobile uh yes sir i am okay what do you got going on well i called you i called you guys like a year ago and said that i wanted to use um i'm not going to say the brand but this uh floor paint for tile Uh like supposedly you could like you know, do the tile on your floor without retiling your whole floor. And Mm -hmm. to be honest, you guys did advise me against it that I should have, you know, just get the floor retiled. Mm -hmm. But there's nothing wrong with the tile. I just, you know, wanted a different color. So I bought that paint. Right. Had my husband put it down. First of all, when he put it down, it was supposed to be dry in like 24 hours. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a week that we had the fan on it because it was still tacky. Oh, no. And so now it's been like maybe a year. Mm-hmm. But, and it's, it just looks horrible. Like maybe three or four months after he did it, like the paint kind of started coming through in certain places. Mm. And you can only mop it with just soap and water. Like that's it just plain soap and water. And so now it just looks terrible. I have so many rugs all in the bathroom, like trying to cover up spots. Right. And I want to remove it. But I'm like, golly, like, what should I buy to put on it to remove it all? Or do I really need to go ahead and get it tiled now or just try to paint over it with something else? Like, I don't know. Okay. Cool, good. I'm glad you're thinking, but stop thinking any further. Yeah. Um, yeah don't yeah, make let, any more let, up. Yeah, let's let's don't put let's don't put any more paint. Yeah. Uh-uh. 
so so uh jeff what are you thinking uh pam removal i i at this point i want to remove the tile and 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 i i remember the phone call do you oh yeah yeah and I, i i i'm totally against painting tile it's not a good idea um we don't have to ride that horse we know it's not a good idea so what you could do uh, and this is in your bathroom correct yes like in the guest bathroom okay okay um uh, conventional or or slab on grade is do you have a crawl space Uh, underneath right yes okay even easier Mm -hmm. uh i would I would go rent myself a small little um, hammer, uh, like a mini jackhammer. You can rent them at Uh at all of your little rental places. Mm -hmm. I would go in there with my safety glasses, my gloves, uh, remove the toilet, and I would remove the tile. Yeah, it's a it's a weekend project. You and your husband can do it. It's not it's not expensive. And then go down to your big box store, pick out the tile that you like. Pick you up a little uh, inexpensive tile saw, right? And and learn to lay tile. And don't wear any clothing you like. It, it will be very satisfying, and you're not spending a lot of money doing what I just suggested, right? And and you know it's tiles, so in the end, for the most part, um, you know it's squares or, or it, right. something of the nature. In other words, you don't have to make it up. It, you know it'll it'll make its pattern right. itself. Well, yeah, the, the smaller you get your tile, <clears throat> the easier it'll be. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and and there, there's a nice little book at the big box stores that mm-hmm. take you step by step how to do it. Yeah, I would. You know, I, I agree with everything Jeff said except for the order. I'm going to go and find what I'm going to put down first. Well, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and then I'm going to have everything there. Right. So you know, and I think that's of know, course yeah. excellent point. Yeah, and then you you just got everything there. But I used one of those little jackhammer things, and it's got a uh, like a blade on that's it, right. so you mm-hmm. run it from the side right. and go in, and it just chips all that oh, stuff it's, up. It's very easy. Yeah. Yeah, not so. not hard at all to do that. Angie, I think that's fantastic. You can just get new tile, and believe it or not, and and tile can be very expensive, but it can also be very inexpensive. Uh, find somewhere in the middle there. They make some really pretty stuff, and you can do it yourself. And it, it's a great way to get a new floor. Yep. It's also a great way to get a lot of back pain. So if <laughs> right. you've got, you know, if you've got somebody that can help you. Well, she's got a husband for that. Well, yeah. <laughs> and get some knee pads and, you know, maybe, you know, go ahead and book your massage for Monday. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, because it, it is, but I mean, it's labor it. intensive. You but yeah, you can, can do, do it. it. I've done it. I've put, you know, putting down floor is not the hardest thing in the world. You just, you know. It's work. It's it's definitely work. Getting yeah. up and down. That's why having multiple people there yeah. to help you. Somebody to do the measuring, somebody yeah. to do the installing, somebody to do the cutting. It little little thing that I always like to say to my, my young ones in the house. It's not hard. It's just work. It's just work. Right. Yeah. So, uh, well, thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. I wish I'd have listened last year, but it was so pretty okay. when I first did it. it That's was, right. It was beautiful. It was so easy. It's a hot Mess. Right. Well, <laughs> call, 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 want to hear that though. Yeah. Call, that's call yeah. it. Call us back after yeah, you after it. you do. Call us back after you do your tile. It will be very satisfying. All right. 
You'll have well, all kinds you of stories. So yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Angie. All right. Uh, let's keep moving. We've got Bridget on the line, and Brandon's got a story about buying a house that was not properly inspected. Oh, row, yeah. row. Uh, now, Bridget, if this was Pam, uh, we'll take your number and talk to you later. <laughs> but, no, it wasn't Pam. They okay. didn't inspect it like a girl. Right. Well, then don't uh, no. don't use any names, please. But go ahead. I won't. Um, I tried to forget that name, and I think I did. Mm-hmm. So in 2017, I bought a house in Hattiesburg, and it was inspected on a very hot July day. Hmm. And I, I just thought it was uh, appropriate because you guys were talking about hanging out in an attic. Uh, I don't think he hung out in the attic. I don't even think he went into the attic <laughs> because it had been infested with flying squirrel nests. They had chewed through the soffit in many multiple places. You could see the sunshine go through. Well, I blame myself because I didn't go up there and look. I just bought the house. And um, so the following spring, when those squirrels come back to nest, they come back to the same spot, just like birds. I was awakened in my bed with a mama flying squirrel, angry that I was in her house with her baby. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, of course, I had to contact. It was a wonderful company I finally found in Mobile, Alabama that uh, specialized in critter removal Mm -hmm. that came, but it was very expensive. I had to have multiple trees cut uh, to prevent access into that home. So it ended up, and my insurance policy had three words in the bottom right corner of page 37 that said, Nope, not (laughs) covered. Except for rodents. That's right. No way are you sure. A squirrel is considered a rodent, rodent. and uh, it is not covered. Well, it's just a rat with a furry tail. If it had been a raccoon, then it was covered. It makes no sense. So Now, I will tell you, are you still in the same house? No. I've got everything fixed, cleaned up good. It was very expensive. I had to put... A little over $20,000 on my credit card. Oh, there's, wow. a, there's another way to get rid of those, and, and I've got critter, critter catchers, very good friends of mine, but they make a beacon light that puts out such a bright light, they will vacate immediately. And it flashes, doesn't it? Yes, I have it, it in my attic. Yeah. I live in the middle of the woods in Madison, so... Um, now, Jeff, we we talked about this years ago. You got it years did. ago, and it was just it was just gangbusters. Oh yeah! And then you said it might have faded a little bit over time. Well, I think I think they eventually get used to it. But uh-huh. I, but I will tell you, um, we we like I said, we live in the middle of the forest. Uh-huh. Uh, we we do not have the squirrel issue that that we used to before. I put those in there. Okay, well that it that, is such a bright light. It is blinding you you cannot look at this light right well okay. and if you can figure out a way once they're because they they normally will not the only rodent that i know of that's going to live in an attic in the summer is going to be a bat the uh, everybody else is going right. to go that's find right. somewhere else right. and then whenever it gets cold sure. they're like well it's chilly we that's need right. to find a warm place so then they come in right so if you can figure out how to um 
You know, and as far as the home inspector not finding the nest, if that wasn't something that was, you have to really look for stuff like that. Yep. Usually what they do, and it, it, it really is funny to me, I, I call it the rodents are having a party. And what mm-hmm. they'll do is they run through the insulation. So your insulation, your, your blown insulation isn't flat anymore. It looks like somebody's been running in it. And then there'll be these tiny little holes, and that what they'll do in the wintertime is that they'll burrow down into those, mm-hmm. <laughs> into the holes in the insulation. So you just kind of got to know what you're looking for. Right, right. But if it is, if it's really, really hot in the middle of the summer, there's nothing up there. Right. I mean, they just, well, they're right. just not there. Exactly. You know, you have right. to look for... You know, droppings and and what I will see, like this house I was crawling under the other day, is uh, I always look at all the piping down there and the condensate PVC line drain, mm-hmm. and there was a little hole in the top where they chewed. Where it. they chewed it. Yep. Huh. You have to look for the things that that they kind of like, and you know, I love you know. It's not the funnest thing in the world when you're up in the attic and a squirrel runs across. <laughs> right. <laughs> it can be it can be rather startling. <laughs> <laughs> they do vacate. I studied uh, long and strong about the habits of flying squirrels in order to try to understand what happened. But there right. were numerous little chewed through holes. Oh, yeah. Sunshine. Whenever I right. finally did get up there, and that big round gable was almost completely destroyed from where they had come in and out. But wow. I, like I said, I guess my advice to anybody who's buying a house. Take it upon yourself to follow up with the home inspector. Um, I should have gone up there myself because it ended up costing me over $20,000 to get yeah. it off. Yeah. Well, and ask your inspector. I think you bring up a good point. We do this. I do this. I will take, not only do I take 25 pictures of the crawl space, I do the same thing in the attic. Right. So you, I can go back and verify and look for things like that. So if you go back in your report and you have photographs that clearly show that the gable screening's been chewed through, then you have a missed item on the inspection and then you've got some recourse. But if they haven't provided you any photographs, and I always tell folks this, and I, I was talking to the guys that help us with scoping our plumbing, mm-hmm. and he didn't take a picture because everything looked good. I was like, no, 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 no. I need you to take a picture of what it looks good. <laughs> right. I want to see the good stuff and the bad stuff. Right. Because okay. it may not be good for long. All right. Uh, Bridget, thank you so much for calling. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, that is a great story. That's a that's a, a good kind of uh, moral to 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 walk away from it with is uh the inspector you know for for me and personally the inspector's report uh saved me from a really bad deal so all right let's keep going alan is on the line in pearl and he's wanting to talk about laminate or engineered hardwood were you talking about for that bathroom floor uh no sir and um thank you all for the call and congratulations jason oh thank you thank you alan appreciate it um, this is for Pam and Jeff. I know they have a lot of experience in this um, wooden floor business. Um, we're kind of leaning more towards in the kitchen. All that's there now is just the linoleum, and I'm not. I'm embarrassed to say how old it is, but <laughs> we would like wooden floors in the kitchen and den and hallway. But we were leaning maybe towards laminate in the mm-hmm. kitchen. What do y'all think about that? 
Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I've got it in mind. Yeah, I'll tell you a floor that I really truly love is the um, LVP. Is the is the LVP? It's a it's a luxury luxury vinyl vinyl plank. Mm. Uh, okay. It's it's not extremely expensive. It the wear the wearability is unbelievable. Uh, it is water resistant. I'm not worried about putting it in the kitchen, um, and it's probably going to save you a little money. Yeah, it's it's not as difficult to install either. It oh, it's it's a snap and lock, and it's a floating lock. floor. Yeah. It's a great little weekend project. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what y'all put in my house whenever you that's did right. that remodel that's right. years ago, and it, yeah. it looks brand uh, we, new. We, we buy miles of it. Yeah. Yes. The only thing that, that's funny, you know, uh, somebody called in earlier asked me cat stories. I mean, whenever they slide all over that, that floor, yeah. I Lionel. mean, they cannot get right. a grip. <laughs> a, a, so, cat, a cat shouldn't live inside anyway. Well, yeah, this yeah. cat brought me a mouse at 2 a.m., so everybody yeah. was sliding at that point. Right, okay. <laughs> that's why the cat should live outside. Thanks, Alan. We appreciate <laughs> Appreciate it. I'm a cat lover. Thank you, sir. All right, uh, Diane's on the line in Clarksdale, and and w- what did you have a question about, Diane? Hey, good morning, uh, Jeff. Congratulations on your pending retirement, I assume. But I'm uh, going to miss hearing your voice on the on the show. Thank you. So here's here's my question. So I uh, have uh, a living room that has a little sag or a dip in the floor, and so I had a call space company come out and inspect, and so. What I was told the issue is is overspan. I believe I'm using the correct term. And yep. then the, the the fix was to uh, install a smart jack system that's going to cost about six grand. So uh, apparently there's not enough support underneath the house for the for the joist or whatever, right? For the for the length of the the, the size of the of the living room. So my question is, do I need to invest in this smart jack system, or is this something that a handyman can fix? This is something that you need more than one. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm gonna get another. I'm gonna get another opinion. Uh, how how old is the home? Uh, about seven years old. Okay. Okay. Yep. That would be. That would probably be conducive to underspanning the floor joists, and it is sagging. Um, you might get by a lot less expensive with it being only seven years old if someone could get down there. Again, I'm looking at this on the radio. Jack, that that um, um, belly out, if you will, <clears throat> sandwich some two-by material next to that floor joist, and increase that load, if you will. So I know I've just said a lot of things, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to make this thing complicated, and it is not. So I'm, I'm getting a second opinion. Yeah, and you can do. I mean, I see it. I see it all day long. Mm-hmm. Cinder block on a on a footing with a you know with a beam, right. You know, then they jack it up on either side. A smart jack. Now, I've got some smart jacks under my house. I had Superior come in and help me with, you know. But they're in limited areas. They're lifting up the front door and my washing machine. But, you know, this is the part that bothers me. Here we go, guys. It's only seven years old, and it's starting to sag. How many other problems, how many other beams are, are, uh, are sagging? Yeah, what else is under there? Right. It's just kind of ending. I mean, I'm not watching it, but that's cool. (laughs) 
Hello, I know. You're out, man. I, that's it. It's been a pleasure. It's been awesome. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show was produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Abram Nanny. For Pam Pibus, Jeff Sammons, and for the last time, I'm Jason Klein signing off for Fix It 101. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. program, Everyday Tech, and thank you, thank you, thank you for this wonderful ride. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Thank you for this wonderful ride.